Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Illustrious Showman Podcast. My name is Ryan Cody, and uh, this will probably be a short episode this week. Uh, just a couple things I want to run through. Tried to set up an interview or two for this week, but it didn't work out. Hopefully, in the next episode, we'll have an interview on someone. We'll be talking more about comics. But today, I'm going to talk a lot about comic creators. Before I get to that, I wanted to uh, let everyone know that I do have another podcast, so if you're a Spotify listener, and especially if you're a Spotify premium subscriber, um, you should uh, go into your little search box there and type in, oh yeah, that's great. Uh, that's the name of the podcast, is oh yeah, that's great. And it's me and my friend Bill, and uh, we talk about music, and that's how we met. We met at a record store in 1995, and uh, we get together you know, once a month now, and we talk about music and release a couple episodes a month. Uh, episode one and episode two were kind of compilation podcasts and then episode three was all about blur so that's a fun one if you like blur even if you don't like blur give it a listen it's a good episode Uh, i'm a little biased though also something i've been doing a lot this year so far is reading so i wanted to recommend two books by s.a cosby and i don't know if i already recommended razor blade tears already or not on this podcast my brain's a little fried but i just finished uh another novel i think his debut novel was uh blacktop wasteland and uh it was really good too it's another short like 300 page a little over 300 pages i think crime novel southern crime kind of gothic noir it's fun he writes uh he writes really great characters and uh, he doesn't shy away from violence Uh, revenge and retribution are big themes in his work so i can really get into that those are those are things that I uh, I appreciate. So yeah, if you if you like to read books, if you know how to read, pick up S.A. Cosby's uh, Blacktop Wasteland. You should enjoy it. Another note before we get into the basically me trying to pump the tires on our not pump the tires, yeah, pump up, pump up, pump up this new show that I'm doing. Let's let's forget all about tires and just talk about pumping up the show that I'm that I'm part of. But before that, I just want to let everyone know you can all relax. Everton at least for the next week is out of the relegation zone. Uh, we're in 16th place now. We've got six out of a possible nine points under Sean uh, Deitch. It's, Sean, it's the Sean Deitch era at Everton. Some people say Sean Dyke. I say Sean Deitch. I, Sean, Sean Deitch. Uh, I don't give a shit how his name is uh, pronounced. Um, he's getting results from the guys, and we're slowly kind of creating some breathing room in our relegation battle, but there's still like 15 games left. So I'm not getting my hopes up yet, but I, there is some, uh, you know, there is something to look forward to now. So that, that makes me happy. Uh, so yeah, anyways, I'm part of a show that's coming up this weekend. So if you're in Arizona or if you're willing to drive to Phoenix, Arizona on Saturday, February 25th, you should do that because it'll be the first ever Arizona comic book arts festival. It's a show that I'm kind of putting on or show running, so to speak. And uh, it's all about creators and it's all about comics. Uh, You know, um, a lot of cons, especially in the last maybe decade or so, have really focused on on the pop culture aspects of, uh, of, you know, comic book fandom, I guess. And there's really nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's a lot of episodes of this podcast that are nothing but us talking about movies and TV shows and stuff like that. But... You know, lately I just got the feeling that like a lot of conventions maybe don't care as much about comic creators as they should. You know, they have, you know, 15 voice actor guests, you know, 15 media guests, a couple authors, and then, you know, maybe 10 comic book guests. You know, like for for shows that call themselves comic conventions, comics seem to be 
you know, last on their mind, or at least not at the forefront. And so, you know, nothing against those shows. I like, you know, I like doing some of those shows. You know, if I'm invited to do a show like that, that has media guests, I'll gladly do it. You know, it's not like I have a high horse that I'm, that I'm, you know, sticking to or anything like that. But, you know, I did want to do a show that was kind of focused more on comics. So I thought might as well do it, you know, myself. I've been kind of organized a free comic day event here in Phoenix for the last decade in conjunction with Samurai Comics. And so this is kind of just another extension of that. And we're going to have over, what, 70, 70 creators will be there. So 70% of the uh, tables are full of comic creators, you know, and then we have a handful of comic book vendors. We have some sponsors. Uh, Bookman's is a sponsor. Brandon's Comics is a sponsor, and they do CGC grading. So if you wanted to get your stuff signed in CGC, witnessed and certified and all that good stuff uh brandon's comics will take care of you you know we're teaming up with uh you know all the best local comic shops in the valley we got samurai comics we got uh ghost cactus comics out in sun city cab comics in flagstaff you know all sorts of great uh, stores supporting us and uh, we'll have justice comics there uh, um, collector's choice comics there uh, as vendors so yeah if you want to get back issues or if you're trying to, you know, find a, you know, fill up, fill up a collection you're, you're doing, uh, you should be able to find those comics at, uh, at the Arizona Comic Book Arts Festival. Um, and really, they're, what I'm doing is basically just ripping off Heroes Con. Heroes Con has been around, they, this year will be their 41st show. So they've been doing it for 41 years. And it's an art-focused and creator-focused show that, you know, I, I, I love being a guest at, I love going to Charlotte and just the, the people who go to that show, they, they go there to buy art. They go there to support creators. There are no media guests. There are no publishers. There are no, you know, n- there's nothing other than comic creators there. So, um, you know, it, it's, they've created a kind of culture for that there. And that's something I think Phoenix can do. We have a lot of comic creators and a lot of great stores here in Phoenix that if we just make an, an effort to focus on the art side of comic books, you know, then I, I think we can really build something. And that's what I'm trying to do. And that's that's the hope here. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, read off some, uh, you know, go through our guest list. And that way, even if you're not in Phoenix and you can't go to the show, you know, wherever you are in the world, you can you can Google these creators I'm going to talk about and you can look up some of their work and you can see kind of the quality that we're putting on display, you know, at this at this first annual show. We're going to have a kickoff party, like a drink and draw. I don't know how much drawing I'm going to be doing at the drink and draw, but a kickoff drink and draw Friday night, the 24th at the Foundry Phoenix. It's a hotel and uh, art space, and uh, they're a sponsor of ours. They're the, they're the ones kind of, uh, you know, housing our guests for the weekend, and they're kind of like our, our base for the weekend, you know, when, when we're not at the convention. Uh, we'll be at the Foundry, and uh, it's a great, great spot. Chris, there is a wonderful, uh, a, a wonderful person to to partner with on this on this uh, project. The drink and draw starts at seven thirty, and it features a um, like a Steve Rude live painting demo. So, you know, if you've ever ever wanted to see someone who's really amazing at their craft, kind of paint and talk about the process and stuff like that, this is a great opportunity for, you know, for any up and coming artists or just anyone who wants to, you know see the magic happen. And that's 7.30 at the Foundry in Phoenix at uh, on Friday, 
February 24th. And then the next day is the show, Saturday, October 25th at the Phoenix Shrine Auditorium from 11 to 6. That's the day of the show. Tickets are going to be 12 bucks at the door. Uh, easy peasy, way less than most comic conventions. And, uh, you know, the parking is free. So basically you can get in the door for 12 bucks. That leaves you plenty of uh, leftover disposable income to kind of buy some comics, buy some artwork, uh, spread the love around, make it rain. Um, like I said, 70 creators. It's, it's, it's insane the amount of creators we have and, and the talent we have. It's, it's a curated show. So every, every person there has been vetted and, and they do good work. So, uh, you know, I'm, pr- I'm proud of everyone kind of, you know, everyone that's going to be there displaying. Uh, I'm, pr- I'm proud to have them there. So let's go through our guest list and then uh, I'll let you guys go. Like I said, a short, short episode this week. I have a bunch of commissions to do for the show itself. And uh, basically behind on every project I'm doing. So, uh, yeah, start start off. We have uh, Mitch Garrods, Eisner winner. Uh, you know, if you if you read comics in the last decade, you know who Mitch is. Uh, my favorite work of Mitch's that he's done is uh, I was a big fan of Sheriff of Babylon, which he did with Tom King, and kind of cr- started his partnership with Tom on that book. And then uh, their 12 issue Mister Miracle run that they did uh, was just fantastic. Just some really, really, really good stuff. So check those books out if you don't know much about Mitch or if you only know his newer DC work. Uh, yeah, go back and check out Sheriff of Babylon. Check out his Mr. Miracle miniseries. Um, next up is another Eisner winner. Again, like I said, Steve Rood. He's going to be doing the live painting demo on Friday. Saturday, he'll be at the show all day. Co-creator of Nexus. He's kind of like the spiritual heir to Toth and Kirby. Just uh, really classic comic artwork you know he 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 paints a lot most of his covers are painted a lot of his interiors are painted but his black and white illustration and black and white comic book work is that's uh you know it's amazing it's really crisp really clean and just classic comics uh, you know i think of it as just being like pure comics uh, next we have creator of headlopper at image comics andrew mclean you know andrew uh came out i don't know maybe five or six years ago for one of the free comic book day events and uh, he's just a really cool dude to hang out with. His wife's fantastic. They're just fun, fun people, fun creators, and they do. He does really good work. I mean, he's building his brand with Laser Wolf Attack and Headlopper. Just, I mean, everyone loves Headlopper. It's kind of a love letter to you know a little bit of Hellboy, a little bit of Conan, uh, a lot of his own stuff in there, some uh, manga influence in there, and uh, yeah, he releases them. They're they're like fifty page volumes, so they're not as you know, it's not a 20-page floppy, but it's not a graphic, a complete graphic novel either. So the way he releases them, I like. The way he approaches his work, I dig. So yeah, Andrew's just a cool dude. And uh, another cool dude is Alexis Zirit. Um, Alexis is a, he's an illustrator. He does work for Magic the Gathering and for Fortnite, but he also is a comic book artist and uh, and comic book writer. And uh, he's he works on... Uh, Space Riders is probably the, the project most people know him through. And uh, Alexis and I kind of have a, a connection in that uh, Space Riders that he that he drew that came out through, uh, I think it was Black Mask, was uh, co-created and written by uh, Fabian uh, Ranhell Jr. And Fabian also wrote Doc Unknown that I drew that uh, was collected and released uh, through Dark Horse. So we both were kind of like Fabian's artists even though that term you know that that terminology is not something i would normally use but we, we had a connection through fabian so 
Um, but Alexis is great. He's doing a project right now with Andrew. So like, you know, two for one there. And uh, another fun creator that uh, people love and does really unique work. So kind of more indie artist. Again, fans love him. Cool dude. Alexis Zirat. Next up, we have Alex Sinclair, basically DC, one of DC's biggest colorists. You know, Alex has been working since the 90s. He's worked on every major character for every major publisher, essentially. And uh, he's he basically colors almost everything that Jim Lee draws. So you get the Jim Lee, Scott Williams, and Alex Sinclair are like a trio. And uh, I'm thrilled to have Alex come out. You know, he does. he's an amazing colorist. And like I said, he just... He works on the biggest books over the, of the last, like, 20 years. So, um, you know, colorists deserve love, too. And I'm glad that we have Alex coming out. Next up, we got Scott Collins, comic book artist, veteran comic book artist, most well-known probably for runs on Flash and the Avengers. And, uh, again, he's another guy who's just worked basically on everything, you know, from Lobster Johnson to uh, Gorilla Grodd to, you know, I don't know you know, bizarre DC characters who I've never heard of until I saw that he drew them. So Scott Collins is a great dude. And like I said, tons of work out there for you to explore. Next up, Mike Kunkel. Mike's a great guy. He's also an Eisner winner. And uh, he's a cartoonist and an animator. He's the creator of Hero, Bo- Hero Bear and the Kid. And uh, he also did a miniseries at DC, Billy Batson and the Magic of Shazam. Um, but mostly he works in animation now, I think. And just one of the nicest guys, one of the very first shows I did in Phoenix. I mean, this was maybe 15 years ago or more. We were in the Mesa Convention Center, and uh, I was next to Mike, and Mike was a guest, and I was just a dude that no one, and I'm still a guy no one knows, but back then I was even more of a guy no one knew. And he just treated me like as a peer the whole weekend. You know, we chatted, you know, for hours on end, and just had a really great experience. So Mike's a great guy, and he's a great uh, ambassador for comics and cartoons. And uh, he's he's excellent. You should stop and talk to him. John Lehman, also another Eisner winner, most well-known for creating Chew, but he also you know, has written Batman. He's written a lot of stuff at DC, some stuff in Marvel. He's been around. He's written a lot of Red Sonja at IDW. Uh, he's also a cool guy. He's been on this podcast two or three times. We hope he's going to be able to make it out. Right now he's nursing a... I think a broken foot. And so the plan is that he's still going to be there, but uh, if he can't make it, I will put a post up on social media on our Twitter or Facebook account and definitely on the website. Uh, but fingers crossed, John will be able to make it and he'll be in like a cool little like contraption. You know, last year at Phoenix comic con, my back had gone out and Scott had to wheel me around in a wheelchair, you know, maybe for the inaugural uh, Arizona comic book arts festival. Uh, maybe Layman will be in a wheelchair or some sort of knee knee scooter or something cool like that. You know, all the fun toys. Uh, next up, Henry Barajas is a comic book writer, comic strip writer. And he uh, co-created uh, La Voz de Mayo at Top Cow and uh, Helm Greycastle, I think, also at Top Cow. So both are image releases. You know, Henry is a writer from Tucson. That's where I know him from. Uh, I was just on his podcast last week, so I've known him for a long time. And uh, he's doing good work. He's uh, he's a guy on the up. He's up and coming, and uh, you'll probably hear a lot more about Henry as a writer. You know, in the next few years or in the future. So let's all show some love for Henry. Uh, next up, Meredith McLaren. 
currently illustrating Black Cloak at Image, just an exceptional cartoonist who does kind of really unique work. I guess it would probably be kind of manga influenced, but it's hard for me to see where her influences come from because it is so unique. She just does great, great work. And uh, yeah, so check out uh, Meredith McLaren. The Black Cloak book uh, looks fantastic, so be sure to check that out. Scott's going to be there, Scott Godleski, you know, the, the, my ride or die that this podcast I started this podcast with just my, my comic book uh, my comic book life mate uh, he'll be there and uh, if you don't if you if you listen to this and you haven't really checked out Scott's work before I recommend Future State House of L I think it was last year a year and a half ago at this point but as part of DC's Future State kind of initiative that they did he did a like a far future Superman book just turned out really great so. Give that, give that a, give that a read if you haven't before. Next up is Nick Cagnetti. Nick does a book called Pink Lemonade at Oni Press. Uh, Nick's been drawing this book for a while. He self-released or self-published several issues of it, but now Oni Press is putting them out. It's a really fun indie book. He's got like a Mike Allred-esque art style, and uh, it's just fun comics, just pure fun comics, like they should be. Uh, next, we got Jay Gonzo, my studio mate, creator of uh, La Mano del Destino, and uh, also a great designer, great graphic—I mean, great graphic designer, great cartoonist. Uh, I don't know if I know anyone who puts as much love and effort into their work as Gonzo does. So you should definitely be checking out his stuff and supporting him. Next up, we have Marcy Rockwell, who is an author. She's written several books, but she's also most recently written uh, novels based on uh, Marvel characters. And one of those is Marvel Untold Sisters of Sorcery. And it's kind of set in the uh, Doctor Strange corner of the Marvel Universe. And uh, yeah, mysticism, witches, powerful women. Check it out. Uh, Her husband, Jeff Marriott, is a former editor at uh, Wildstorm. He's also a novelist. He writes a a lot of tie-in novels and crime novels. He's also the creator of Desperados, the, the comic book at Image Comics that uh, has volumes drawn by John Cassidy, Jeremy Hahn, just all sorts of uh, great creators on that book. So Desperados at Image, you can pick up any of those any of those volumes or you know just give him a Google and check out some of his uh, books that he's written. Next up, we got the creators and writers of Space Bastards, uh, Eric Peterson and Joe Aubrey. I know Eric because years ago, uh, I drew a book for Eric, again, probably like 13 years ago, something like that. And uh, so I've known him a while. He's always fun to hang out with. And their book, Space Bastards, comes out through Humanoids Publishing. And it was co-created by Derek Robertson, who was supposed to be a guest, but he had to back out. Uh, he won't be able to make it. But uh, they do have like a kind of creepy Derek Robertson Muppet slash puppet thing that'll be there. So get your picture taken with that. Pick up a couple volumes of Space Bastards. You won't regret it. Uh, let's see. Next up, where's my list here? There it is. It's uh, Jumpin' Jim Hanna, Phoenix uh, legend, Jimmy Hanna, creator and writer of Pugly and Kill Count. He does these cool little Kickstarter books. If, if you love pugs, you're gonna love Pugly. I mean, he's he's turned having a pet pug into, you know, into a career. But uh, yeah, Jim's a cool dude. He's been he's been at it probably as long as I have. Just just fun stuff. Kill Count's like a love letter to like '80s action movies. You know, don't I wouldn't go to Jim's table right at open on Saturday at like 11 a.m. because he won't be there. But if you wait until like you know after lunch, Jim will be there and he'll uh, 
he'll happily sell you some of his comics. Uh, Val Hochberg is next. She also has been around putting out great work for many years. She's the creator of Mystery Babylon and Kick Girl, which is a webcomic that I think has three or four volumes out. She does a lot of like uh, cool little fan art. She has a cute little like chibi style she can do it in. She can also just draw in regular kind of uh, manga-inspired art style. And uh, she's uh, just fun to be around. Val is uh, she's infectious with her... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Her upbeatness, which is not a word I was looking for, but my mind, like I said, is fried. And I'm also kind of watching a soccer game while I record this because I can't just sit still. But yeah, check out uh, Mystery Babylon. I think it's kickgirl.com, but uh, you can Google you can Google it and find out for sure where the website is. Shannon Denton is an old pal, and he's an animator, editor, writer, artist. He's like comic book renaissance dude. He's the guy who's introduced me to more comic book pros than anyone else. You know, I can directly relate to working with Phil Hester on uh, Family Tree at Image to being introduced to Phil by Shannon. Yeah, years ago, he, he drew some issues of Deadpool. Uh, he currently works in video games and television. And like I said, he's worked for every studio. He's worked for almost every game studio. He can just do it all. Next up, we have Ryan Quackenbush. Ryan's an illustrator comic artist he has these great like self-published comics that he puts out you know sometimes in in odd formats and you know he's big on presentation and he's just you know everyone who looks at his work especially if you get a chance to look at his originals if you flip through his portfolio everyone's kind of blown away with with what he does and it's just so different than how a lot of us work but that's what makes it cool it's it's refreshing take um, than than what a lot of us do and like I said, he has a lot of self-published books available on his website, but he also has an upcoming book at Image that I know he's been working on for a long time, so hopefully he can announce that soon, and uh, you guys will be able to pick that up as well. Next up, we have another Ryan, Ryan Levy. Ryan's a guy I met basically in someone's front yard at like a outdoor concert, you know, at someone's house. You know, I had him on the pod. He was on the podcast uh, maybe two or three episodes ago, so if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you've you've heard Ryan, but... Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. How often do you meet someone that when they tell you, like when you work in comics and you meet someone, they're like, oh yeah, I do comics too. You know, first thing you do is like, okay, well, you know, like everyone does comics, right? But uh, no, he he was good. I went home and I Googled him and uh, he's good. And he's, you know, he's someone I enjoy hanging out with. And he, he has a book called Baxter. I think you'll have the first two issues out for the show. Uh, he's a great illustrator. He's a wonderful designer. His his day job is graphic design, and uh, he just does like really solid kind of fun work. And has, you know, he because he 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 self publishes these books. He can experiment on them. So, like when I saw the second issue of Baxter, when he showed me a proof, like a digital proof of it, you know, he was just doing different stuff on it than he was in the first one. And that's just what makes comics fun. When you self publish your own comics, you can experiment and do weird stuff like that, and it it, it works. Uh, so be sure to check out Ryan Levy's work. Next up, we have Tyler Button. Tyler is a writer and publisher who works mostly in historic comics. And uh, him and I worked on a book a couple of years ago called A Flower in a Field of Lions, which was a biography of uh, Joan of Arc. Tyler's just a good dude. He, he employs comic creators. He's passionate about what he does. He doesn't cut corners. You know, he does just everything, everything the right way. And that's 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 a, a rare thing kind of in comics. You know, a lot of people want to get their books out 
or they don't have the money to, to do it the right way. And uh, Tyler's stuff looks slick and professionally well done, and he's just uh, all around uh, a good uh, good representative of kind of uh, small comic book publishers. Matt Goodall is a watercolor artist and children's book illustrator. He has a comic that he's drawing, but you know, you know, he's working on it. I should say about his Space Girl character. So it's something that shows up a lot in his Instagram and his watercolors. And yeah, he just does. I mean, everything from his life drawing to his figure works, to his kind of more sci-fi, uh, fun, cartoony stuff. It's all rock solid. Be sure to check him out on Instagram. Matt Goodall. Mike Macropolis is up next. Mike works in uh, comics and games and animation. He's a former Zarek Grant Award winner. And he's another guy who, like, kind of an indie style, kind of an underground style. Uh, but his the fundamentals are there. I mean, the guy's a rock solid uh, illustrator and comic artist, and just you know someone that uh, someone that more people should know about because the people that do know about him love his work. So, Mike Macropolis. Next up is writer, an award winning writer of the Plain Janes, Shade the Changing Girl, and Shifting Earth at Dark Horse, uh, Cecil Castellucci. Um, Cecil's coming out from L.A. and. Uh, you know, she's, she writes novels, a lot of, you know, she has a lot of novels on her website now, but she still does comics. So that's where I know her work from, and we're really happy to have her out. And uh, finally, wrapping up, we got Tone Rodriguez. Tone started his career working for Bongo Comics. He's drawn tons of comics for tons of, you know, creators um, and publishers. But yeah, he, he worked on Shadowhawk. Like, he's done some Shadowhawk, which is like, you know, kind of dream gigs to be able to work on some of those original image properties. And uh, most recently, he worked on Stray Dogs at Image, which was a giant uh, hit book and a fun book. So, yeah, I mean, we got 28, 29 guests for this show, if you include me, which, sure, go ahead, do that. And uh, it's going to be fun. I'm really nervous about the show, honestly. I hope it comes off without a hitch. I know it won't, but I hope, you know, I hope nothing uh, too terrible, you know, happens that throws the you know too many wrenches into the into the program i hope i hope it's a successful show i think all the ingredients are there for it to be a successful show and i just really hope people show up for it so if you're if you're within driving distance of phoenix and it sounds like something you want to be part of and part of a community you want to help build together then uh, you can go to azcomicbookartfest.com and you can get your tickets see the full guest lineup that i just talked about see our see our exhibitors see our vendors uh, there's a map to the venue. There's a floor map so you can see where your favorite creators are at. Uh, everything's good to go. There's a cafe. You don't even have to. You don't have to leave the room to eat. It's a small room. It's intimate. You're gonna be able to spend time with your with your favorite creator. You know, it's it's gonna be a hundred percent more intimate than a giant show in a giant convention hall. So I couldn't be more thrilled about it. Again, it's at the Phoenix Shrine Auditorium and Event Center, Saturday, February 25th, 11 a.m to 6 p.m. Come on by. See all your favorite comic book creators. Let's start and let's build something new and fresh for uh, Arizona.